Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I got the authority. The Debbie authority. This pot is just more to me. The Debbie authority going way up. Taking my opponents down and going way up. Waiting is waiting you down. It's a bevy, a Debbie. You can bet I stay ready. I ain't petty. I'm betting all up on me to defend these. All, all these titles and shits from, from concrete to to live. What's up, guys? And welcome into the Debbie Authority. Coming to you through the airwaves of the media empire that is the Fantasy Authority. I'm Christian Welch, Evil Empire FF on Twitter, and I'm your host for this adventure. This is episode 30, and today I'll be hitting on all the notable games from week one of college football and nearly every relevant Debbie player you can think of. So let's go ahead and dive into week one. We'll go from the number 25 team all the way to the number one team and even hit on a few unranked games that matter to us in fantasy football. So let's start off with those higher profile unranked games. Uh, I want to start off with Old Dominion 20, Virginia Tech 17. So that's right, Virginia Tech going down to Old Dominion on opening day. There's not any notable Debbie performances or anything in this game, but but this happened. You know, Old Dominion beating Virginia Tech on opening day, that's just a rough start for the Hokies this year. So next I want to go over to Boone, North Carolina. So what a scene at Appalachian State with the Tar Heels coming to town. So this game was not at North Carolina. It was at Appalachian State, and, man, their fans were buzzing, and we got an entertaining football game. North Carolina wins the game 63-61 to in just an absolute shootout. The good in this game were the quarterbacks, uh, Drake May for North Carolina, taking the reins from Sam Howell this year. Just an incredible start here. Uh, 24 of 35, 352 yards, four touchdowns, no picks. Even had 12 carries for 76 yards and a touchdown on the ground. On the other side, Chase Bryce, you know, not the NFL prospect that Drake May is for us. You, you may remember Tra- Chase Bryce from being the backup at Clemson um, and then was at Duke before coming to Appalachian State. Um, he was 25 of 36. For 361, six touchdowns and just one pick, um, you know, dueling with Drake May there. And then the only other notable performance I want to mention is Appalachian State's running back Nate Noel had 14 carries for 116 yards and two rushing touchdowns. So an incredible game there for us in the state of North Carolina. Um, For North Carolina, though, some other things I want to throw in there here for some for some legitimate Debbie prospects here. The two freshman running backs, um, Amarian Hampton and George Petaway. Um, 63 total yards. Each of them got into the end zone, though. So a plus that these guys are contributing so early into their career. The the future Thunder Lightning for North Carolina is already in action. Uh, Josh Downs didn't play, um, and the receiving production for the Tar Heels was spread out pretty even. So next unranked game I want to talk about is Penn State 35, Purdue 31. So another good game for us here, this one in the Big Ten. Uh, The freshman played for Penn State, so that's what gets me excited. Uh, Nine carries for Nick Singleton. Uh, Four pass attempts for Drew Aller. Each showed flashes in the game, despite not putting up huge stat lines. Um, Mitchell Tinsley outplayed and saw more volume than Parker Washington at wide receiver for Penn State. So there's something to look at there. And then the top receiver for Purdue, we always want that guy in fantasy. That's Charlie Jones. 12 catches, 153 yards, and one touchdown. I think he had 18 targets, too. So just getting peppered by Aiden O'Connell there. Um, he had triple the receptions of the next guy in line on Purdue. So Charlie Jones looks like the wide receiver one there this year. 
Um, and then the last unranked game I want to touch on is that that thriller with Florida State and LSU. Florida State 24, LSU 23. What a game. Uh, the good in this game, Jaden Daniels looked all right. You know, 26 of 35, 209 passing yards, two touchdowns, no picks. And then he ran for 114 yards on the ground. So a productive day for Daniels. Not a productive day for Keishon Boutte. Just two catches for 20 yards for him. Uh, the star for Florida State was receiver um, Ontario Wilson. Uh, seven catches, 102 yards, and two receiving touchdowns for him. So on to the top 25. Uh, number 25, BYU, uh, beats South Florida 50-21. to Puka Nakua for BYU had one catch for 22 yards, but he had three rushes for 76 yards and two touchdowns. So Nakua lightened up the stat. Uh, the stat sheet from multiple areas. And then Christopher Brooks, the guy stepping into that Tyler Algier role, 13 carries, 135 yards, and one rushing touchdown for him. So on to number 24, Houston. You know, kind of a nail-biter against UTSA. Houston's a team I think a lot of people could go undefeated this year, but, you know, a nail-biter here on opening day with, a you know, a team that's not that great. Good quarterback, but, you know, not the best team. So the quarterbacks in this game were the stars. And I just mentioned UTSA's quarterback being pretty good. That's Frank Harris. Um, he had 337 passing yards, three touchdowns, one pick, and he ran the ball eight times for 63 yards and a touchdown. Clayton Toon, Houston's quarterback, who I think is an absolute stud, uh, 206 passing yards, three touchdowns, no picks, ran the ball 15 times for 51 yards and a rushing touchdown. Nathaniel Dell, the top receiver for Houston, had five catches, 50 yards, two receiving touchdowns, and then the top target for UTSA, uh, Zachary Franklin, 10 catches, 100 yards for him. So a thriller, a nail-biter, good game there between Houston and UTSA. Uh, so number 22, Wake Forest beat VMI 44-10. to 10. There's not much to talk about in this game. There, none of the Wake Forest wide receivers went over 100 yards. The new quarterback, Mitch Griffiths, played fine. Just not much to talk about statistically in that game. Number 21, Ole Miss defeats Troy 28-10. to 10. And this game, I mean, the running backs at Ole Miss is what has us excited here. Zach Evans, the transfer from TCU, looked awesome. 20 carries, 130 rushing yards. And then the freshman, Quinshawn Judkins, looked awesome as well. 14 carries, 87 yards, and got in the end zone as well. Not a big day through the air for the Rebels. Uh, Jackson Dart, Michael Trigg and company were pretty quiet. Uh, the, the running backs were the stars for Ole Miss today. Uh, number 20, Kentucky, 37, Miami, Ohio, 13. Um, Will Levis, 303 passing yards, three touchdowns, one pick. His top receiver in this game was Tavion Robinson, six catches, 136 yards. And then both of the freshman receivers played a ton. So that's Barion Brown and Dane Key. Receiving-wise, they combined for seven catches for 98 yards and a touchdown. And then Barion Brown even had an exciting kick return touchdown. So the youth is shining through for Kentucky. Will Levis goes over 300 yards. Good start for the Wildcats. Number 19, Arkansas, beats number 23, Cincinnati, 31 to 24. Uh, KJ Jefferson, Arkansas's quarterback, balled out 223 passing yards, three touchdowns, no picks, and even had 18 carries for 62 rushing yards and a touchdown on the ground. Arkansas's running back, Raheem Sanders, the big boy, 20 carries, 117 rushing yards, and three receptions as well. So doing it a little bit everywhere for them. And then here's what I found interesting in this game. We may remember Trey Knox being a big wide receiver recruit, same class as Traylon Burks, was even higher regarded as a receiver than Traylon Burks. Has done nothing, really, his entire career at Arkansas. Moves to tight end, and it looks like it was a good move. Six catches, 75 yards, and two receiving touchdowns for Trey Knox at tight end uh, for, for the Hogs here. So let's keep an eye on Knox the rest of the way out. 
I liked him as a recruit, and he just hasn't done anything in college. So a late bloomer, but a position change and was productive. Number 18, Wisconsin defeats Illinois State 38 to nothing. And if we're talking Wisconsin, we're talking Braylon Allen. So the, the biggest bruising back in the country, 14 carries, 148 uh, yards, and two rushing touchdowns. So over 10 yards a carry, good start for Allen. All right, so let's go over to this backyard brawl. Uh, number 17, Pittsburgh, 38, West Virginia, 31. So an exciting game that featured both of the USC transfer quarterbacks, uh, Keaton Slovis and JT Daniels. Uh, so what a story there. Who would have thought those two guys would be playing in this game a few years ago? Uh, the star of this game was West Virginia wide receiver Bryce Ford Wheaton. Nine, nine catches, 97 yards, and two receiving touchdowns for him. Um, some other notable stuff in this game, Rodney Hammond Jr. out-touched Izzy Abanaconda as Pittsburgh's running back 16-8. to um, I found that interesting. I'm a, you know quite a fan of Izzy, so wasn't expecting that type of discrepancy there. Uh, Pitt transfer wide receiver Konata Mumpfield, who came over from Akron, looked, looked the part. He had five catches for 71 yards, looked good doing it. And then Kedon Slovis went over 300 yards with no turnovers for Pittsburgh. So pretty productive game for a lot of new faces there and just a very exciting game to watch. So number 16, Miami, puts it on Bethune-Cookman, 70-13. to 13. Uh, Quarterback Tyler Van Dyke for Miami, 13 of 16, 193 yards, two touchdowns, no picks. And then running back Henry Parrish Jr., 14 carries, 108 yards and three touchdowns. And a blowout like that, I mean, they're just getting the young kids work there. Number 15, Michigan State, 35, Western Michigan, 13. The good in this game is Wisconsin transfer running back Jalen Berger, productive on the ground for the Spartans here. 16 carries, 120 yards, one rushing touchdown. And then the bad for, for Michigan State in this game, stud wide receiver Jaden Reed only had two catches for 31 yards. So I would like to saw a little bit bigger performance from him there. But nonetheless, Michigan State gets the opening day win. Uh, number 14, USC. So the Lincoln Riley, Caleb Williams, Oklahoma crew here, Jordan Addison coming into town, the new look USC Trojans, put it on Rice, 66 to 14. Caleb Williams, 19 of 22, 249 passing yards, two touchdowns, no picks, six carries, 68 yards on the ground. Uh, Jordan Addison, five catches, 54 yards, two receiving touchdowns. Mario Williams, just two for 43 receiving. And then freshman Rayleigh Brown had a pretty productive day playing a lot as a true freshman. He had six carries for 36 yards and a rushing touchdown and also had two catches for 40 yards. So number 13, NC State. You know, we already talked about uh, Virginia Tech and North Carolina having some trouble going on the road to these smaller schools. NC State did the same thing. Um, they played at ECU and only won by one point. So number 13, NC State holds on 21 to 20 against ECU. But a rough game across the board and a bad day for quarterback Devin Leary. The one positive of this game from a, from a Debbie standpoint is there was a guy that I talked about last year on the, the group of five um, all Debbie team that's kind of disappeared since then, and that's ECU wide receiver C.J. Johnson. He had six catches for 90 yards and a touchdown. So maybe a C.J. Johnson resurgence in coming for ECU, but a bad day for NC State. Number 12, Oklahoma State puts it on Central Michigan. Well, not really puts it on. They put a lot of points up. But, man, they let Central Michigan score a lot, too. 58-44 to 44, uh, win for Oklahoma State. And their quarterback, Spencer Sanders, is the quarter of the story of this game. 406 passing yards, four touchdowns, no picks, and had 11 carries for 57 rushing yards and two rushing touchdowns as well. So over 400 yards passing, six total TDs. What a game. Number 10, Baylor, 69, Albany, 10. Um, really, this game was one of those to where it's such a blowout. It's a lot of young guys just getting playing time, but – 
Baylor's new quarterback, Blake Shapin, went out there and took care of business, 17 of 20, 214 yards, two touchdowns, no picks. Not much else to talk about in this one. Number nine, Oklahoma, 45, UTEP, 13. New Oklahoma quarterback, Dylan Gabriel, coming over from UCF, 233 passing yards, two touchdowns, no picks. Also had a rushing touchdown. Um, Eric Gray, he's still alive. Uh, 16 rushes for 102 yards, also had two catches for 33, so maybe an Eric Gray resurgence incoming. And then Marvin Mims, just three catches, but for 81 yards, so he was at least making big plays out there. Number eight, Michigan, 51, Colorado State, seven. Um, and really all we need to talk about here is the uh, Michigan running backs, Blake Corum, 13 for 76 and one on the ground, and then Donovan Edwards, 12 for 64 and one on the ground. So here's one of the games of the week right here. Number seven, Utah, 26, Florida, 29. So a top 10 team goes down already. Now, granted, it was Utah going on the road to Florida, but this was the Anthony Richardson coming out party for the Gators. 17 of 24 passing for 168 passing yards, but 11 carries for 106 yards and three rushing touchdowns on the ground. And Richardson is a big man that looked like a man amongst boys out there. I mean, this guy... Absolutely has put his name in the hat for the top quarterback in this class. The NFL is going to just be jaw-dropped about the rushing ability this guy has and the sheer size. If if he can continue performances like this, I mean, this was against a top-10 team here with a good defense. You know, this wasn't a warm-up game. Um, you know, as a Tennessee fan, I'm not happy about it, but Florida looks like they've got a good one here with Anthony Richardson. So the Gators are much watch, must-watch football the rest of this season. Uh, their new running back, who came over with coach Billy Napier from Louisiana, uh, Montreal Johnson, 12 carries, 75 yards and a touchdown. He looked good. Uh, Utah's running back, Tavion Thomas, 23 carries, 115 yards and a rushing touchdown. Um, and then Brant Cuthy, the tight end for Utah, had a huge game. He seemed like he was the only uh, target of Cameron Rising there for Utah. Nine catches, 105 yards and one receiving touchdown. But just an incredible game to watch. Richardson put some stupid stuff on film. Number six, Texas A&M, 31, Sam Houston, zero. Uh, this was kind of a weird game. There was a huge delay in it. Uh, really, the only big performance was Anaya Smith for Texas A&M, six catches, 164 yards, and two touchdowns. The freshman wide receivers for Texas A&M is what has me excited. Uh, that's Evan Stewart and Chris Marshall. They had nine catches for 98 yards combined, so really excited to see how involved they are. Two INTs for quarterback Haynes King. He looked a little bit sloppy out there, but filled the stat sheet nonetheless. Uh, number four, Clemson, Georgia Tech. Hasn't happened yet um, at the time of me recording this, so we'll see what happens there. Uh, number three, Georgia, uh, 49. Number 11, Oregon, three. Just, I mean, an absolute shellacking uh, the Bulldogs put on the Ducks here. Stetson Bennett looked awesome. So Georgia's quarterback, who's you know largely a game manager, looked incredible in this game. 368 passing yards, two touchdowns, no picks. Uh, Kendall Milton was the leading carrier for Georgia, eight carries, 50 yards, and a touchdown. But he was not the uh, shining star of the running back room there. That goes to Kenny McIntosh, who had five carries for 18 yards and a touchdown, but had nine receptions for 117 yards out of the backfield there. So big for McIntosh. And then Bo Nix, unsurprisingly, was, was bad for Oregon. Uh, number two, Ohio State, 21. Number five, Notre Dame, 10. So this is more of a defensive game here. Uh, we're used to seeing the Buckeyes go over 50 points, and this was kind of a snoozer for for fantasy purposes but man just a tremendous football game cj stroud still you know went out there and did what he needed to despite not putting up massive numbers he, he took care of the ball and was accurate as he usually is uh stroud had 223 passing yards two touchdowns no picks 
Uh, Trevion Henderson, 15 rushes for 91 yards. The star of this game for the Buckeyes was Emeka Egbuka, uh, nine catches for 90 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Marvin Harrison Jr., five catches for 56 yards. And then if, if you didn't watch the game and you're just checking the box scores, looking at uh, Jackson Smith and the Jigba, two catches for three yards is going to like, oh, my gosh, what happened there? But he was definitely hurt. Um, I think that opened the door for Egbuka to have as big of a game as he did. I think I saw that Egbuka played every snap in this game. So, I mean, maybe he's the one that's going to rise to the top. My money's still on Harrison, but Egbuka looked awesome out there. We'll see how long this JSN injury is a factor. Uh, but, you know, not much going on offensively for Notre Dame. You know, this game did not give us as much to talk about for for Devin and Fantasy as we hoped. But, I mean, it's, it's Ohio State. There's going to be plenty of that coming up. Uh, number one, Alabama, 55, Utah State, zero. So the Tide take care of business on opening day. Bryce Young definitely has a lead on C.J. Stroud going into that Heisman race um, after the, after week one. Uh, Bryce Young, 195 yards passing, five touchdowns, no picks. And really for the first time, we saw him unlock his dual threat ability, five carries for 100 yards and a rushing touchdown. Uh, Jameer Gibbs, the new uh, transfer running back coming over from Georgia Tech, nine carries, 93 yards, for, oh, so over 10 a carry for him. Uh, freshman running back Jamarian Miller was second on the team in carries, uh, seven carries for 32 yards. So that's something to take note of. Uh, Jace McClellan, who we expected to be the number two back, was you know was right there, five carries, 23 yards, um, had two receiving touchdowns as well. So was a little bit more involved. I mean, he's a player I like quite a bit. Freshman wide receiver Kobe Prentice, not the freshman receiver that we thought all offseason would get the opening day start for the Tide. Um, it seems like he's only getting the start because Jojo Earl's injury, but nonetheless takes advantage of the opportunity. Five catches, 60 yards. Uh, the leading receiver for Alabama, also kind of a surprise, was Tracer on Holden. Uh, five catches for 70 yards and two touchdowns. And then transfer from over from Georgia, Jermaine Burton, five catches, 35 yards and two receiving touchdowns for him. So we're going to still have to keep watching to see how this Alabama receiver room shakes up. It's kind of a mixed bag, but we know whichever ones rise to the top, we won on our teams, and we'll probably see some serious NFL draft capital. Some other notables from some lower-profile games, but we're not going to talk about the whole game. Uh, Will Rogers from Mississippi State was 38 of 49 for 450 yards and five touchdown passes, just a huge game for him. Sean Tucker from Syracuse had 27 touches for 183 yards and two touchdowns for them. Uh, Tank Bigsby at Auburn, 16 carries, 147 yards, two touchdowns. Jacob Cowing in his debut for Arizona, um, eight receptions, 152 yards, and three touchdowns. Uh, Rishi Rice for SMU, eight catches, 166 yards, and a receiving touchdown. And then Zay Flowers had 10 catches for Boston College for 117 yards and two receiving touchdowns. That's all I've got for an exciting week one of college football. Uh, subscribe to the podcast and the YouTube channel at the Fantasy Authority. Follow us on Twitter at FF underscore authority. And find me on Twitter at Evil Empire FF. Talk to you guys next week. I swear I got the authority. The Debbie Authority. This pot is just more to me. The Debbie Authority going way up. Taking my opponents down and going way up. Waiting is waiting you down, yeah. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. 
And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.